Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And together we are... The, the Nerd Lot. Hey, Brandon, how's it going, man? I feel like I haven't seen you in a long, long time. Good, dude. I feel like we should be, like, eating a piece of turkey leg and uh, having, like, some, I don't know, a overflowing beer. Right. And Get, riding on a horse yeah, listening to the song. give us a pint and being served constant beer by wenches. Or we can just be at Medieval Times doing all those things, sitting in a seat. But don't ask for a fork, right? Because Do they not. don't have forks in Medieval Times. But they have Pepsi. That's right. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. High five for that Cable Guy reference. <laughs> boy. All right. Okay, guys. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about The Witcher on Netflix. That is right. The Witcher is a show that stars Henry Cavill. I think it's how you pronounce his last Cavill, name. I Cavill, think. whatever. Something like that. Uh, you may recognize him from Superman. He famously played that role um, a couple years ago um, and a few years before that. So that's where you recognize him. He now dons the white hair, white long hair of Geralt of Rivia. That's right, guys. But you know what? Before we do that, you know, I feel like we just need to take a couple of minutes here because uh, Brandon and I, we have not met in over a month. Now, the reason for that is because, you know, off and on in January, I was just sick. Myself and my family, we were just sick off and on. Uh, and, you know, and then around the time I was just like, my voice was shot and, you know, Brandon has like a, what, a four month old baby. Uh, he's good. He's actually going to be six months, six months. Okay. A couple at of the days. time, at the yeah. time he was like four months. Okay. So one thing I didn't want Brandon to do is come over to my house, get sick with something and then take, they take that to his baby. Man, no, having a sick baby is one of the most miserable experiences on earth. You know, and any dad out there will know this. Uh, I agree. I've only had a baby for six months. And yeah, the time he was sick was terrifying. And um, not just any dad, any mom, any parent will get it. So yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a scary thing. So yeah, that's why we have, really haven't met. And just we're busy. And, you know, Manny has a job. I have a job. Everybody can understand that we want to be able to meet up as often as possible. But sometimes just things happen yeah and independently we each have our own projects going on i mean that plural kind of right so it's just like you know the work family life and then the different projects we have going on brandon i know you have a sports podcast called the after hours podcast that is right it's called after Hours sports um yeah but yeah after Hours sports we record um like around eight nine o'clock at night after work every now and then um our buddy also enjoys us still in the car but yeah we just talk about sports and um, all that good stuff that comes with it. Yeah, and the other stuff that I have going on, I have like you know another uh, internet radio show that I do live every Wednesday night where I play records, um, and I just you know just tell stories, play music, and you shoot it, man, you and just drink shoot it. a lot of beer, kind of thing, right? But then on top of that, one thing a lot of people don't know yet, I haven't really announced it yet because you know I'm, it's still in the progress, right? I'm still kind of like in the training period and all that, but I'm about to possibly <laughs> it's hidden that way but i might get a, a an actual show on the radio right here in los angeles that dude that, that's pretty cool i mean i know <laughs> i've been communicating with you back and forth for a yeah. little bit so i've had some inside info on it but right it's something that manny lo-fi has been leaning towards for a minute and getting you on live radio right since you're such like an old-timey dude already mm. this is like perfect if you can just have like a, a column in a school newspaper 
then you'd be set. Right, I think. So that's that's one thing I'm working on. I haven't really announced a whole lot yet until I have like an official time slot and right, all that. Right, right, right. But yeah, dude, I like, you know, it's it's I've been busy. Well, and when, then, well when I actually met you, you mm-hmm. you were on UCLA radio. That's right. Oh crap, that's how long ago it was really. Yeah, was, dude. Right? UCLA radio. That's that's so, what it was. So you were kind of going back to your roots and this is something that, you know, some people um you know, it's fine. I was listening to another podcast. I don't know if you know Bill Simmons, but they were talking about like how 15 and 16 year olds are really well adept in front of the camera now mm-hmm. and it's just probably because their parents are using cell phones at such a young age saying oh, you know getting them used to the camera and it makes sense we have all probably taken tens of thousands of pictures of our kids well for example like they use an example larry bird probably got five interviews in high school mm-hmm. and the best player of indiana so you know things top of the times have changed so like it, it's I, I think maybe more people at 18 or w- would have like kind of the, the spirit that you would have to talk on the radio and the goals to do it, or maybe even the goals to start a podcast now. That would be the equivalent, I guess. Yeah, and then it definitely does take. I mean, I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn here, but it does take like a certain skill, I guess, to be able know. to get in front of a microphone and carry a show by yourself. Like literally, like this right here. This is really good. I love the energy because we have. Where it's a conversation, we bounce like, stuff off of each other. Yep. Can you imagine just like sitting in front of the mic just by yourself and just pumping out content like just material out there? No, it, and yeah, but it's it's fun though. It, it's fun. I think you know as long as you believe in what you're talking about and the stories you're telling and the music that you're playing, it just comes easy. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought about doing it. it it's definitely tough. And kudos to like these the solo show hosts and there's some a few that i listen to on sports in general but yeah it, it's definitely difficult yeah so you know what once once i like i said once i have a little more uh concrete information guys i'll give you guys info on that in the meantime you can catch my 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 uh, w- weekly radio show where i do play records uh every wednesday night at 9 p.m by visiting mixer.com slash manny and lo-fi and brandon be sure to check them out at after hours sports yep ahsportsla.com by the way let's throw out our in- uh, our instagram pages before oh. we kind of get it going because i feel like we always kind of wait till the very end that's that. true okay this will this will be the last thing for the promotional part of the show right. Um, my Instagram is at Rosenthal Sports. It is my last name. And then the thing I love the most, Rosenthal Sports, all one word. Instagram doesn't matter about um, lowercase or uppercase, so who cares? And you guys can find me at Manny in Lofi. That's Manny in L-O-F-I. That's it. And anytime you guys want to check us out, like, you know, any stuff that we have going on aside or just our everyday going ons, that's the way to do it. All right, guys. So one, like I said, we have been away for a little bit of while, but that doesn't mean we haven't recorded. We did record an episode remotely. I was in my studio and you were in your uh, home studio as well, a.k.a. car. Which, is, which works great, by the way. It does, and, not too bad. Yeah, and we used, what was it, Zoom for the very first time? Zoom, yeah. And it sounds like we're literally like right next to each other. Not too bad. Right, so if you guys are thinking about using pod, uh, doing a podcast, use Zoom. Now, now, we're not, you know, sponsored by them or any way. And, and I know it's like, you know, for people who, if you want to have co-hosts, like a group, and record, and it's impossible for you guys to meet in, in the same roof, like... That, you know, all the time. So if you guys have to do it remotely, that's the way to do it, guys. Yeah, it's Zoom. Um, I use Zoom for a couple of, like, for work. I also use Skype. So when I was researching on how to record the best audio remotely, Zoom was definitely one of the options. It also has video. So if you if you have a device, either phone, laptop, whatever, 
that has a camera, then you can do that. So yeah, and by the way, guys, you know, I, I mean, I've been doing this this whole thing, broadcasting thing, for a, quite a while now. Um, so if you guys have or are just even remotely thinking about getting a podcast going, it doesn't matter what your material is, you know. Uh, if you guys are remotely and you just have no idea how to start or where to go about, feel free to message us. We'll, we'll be glad to help out. Well, 100%. All the things that I, everything that I've learned on how to do a podcast and how to do anything has all been from YouTube. Yeah. Something so, like that, man. That's yeah, it. definitely. Uh, By the way, what are we drinking tonight, man? This right here is a. Uh, Okay, so one of the, <laughs> I don't know to be honest. I don't know the name of it. It's okay. something that you got on your recent trip. Yeah. So one of the, the the main reason Brandon and I weren't able to get together last weekend, which was President's Day weekend, um, is that I, my family and I, we went on our yearly trip up to Bishop, California. Now, if you don't know where Bishop is, it's literally like the last town you drive through before you get to Mammoth. Mm, okay. it's, a, it's a lovely town we go there every year spend a couple of days there and you know it's it's a lovely town wonderful people i'm gonna look it up and on and it's like it's it's the town and literally adjacent to it it's the uh paiute indian reservation and all that so anyway there's a lot to do there's a lot of like historical things that you can go check out and a lot of activities there's the mountains we go up to the snow anyway uh there is a brewery there everywhere we stay like whenever we stay everything's pretty much walking distance so there's a brewery called Mountain Ramber Blue. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like burping over here. It's Mountain Rambler. Holy crap, I can't even speak right now. Mountain Rambler? Mountain Rambler Brewery, which is located Brrr. in Bishop, right? So anyway, uh, my I, I went there last weekend. So, you know, my wife and I, we have a uh, we have a six-year-old daughter and twin boys who are going on two years old so it's not every day that we get to go out on dates and uh so anyway my in-laws went on this trip with us they go to and uh, my fa- my brother-in-law and his wife so anyway they said hey why don't you and your wife my my wife angelina why don't you guys go on a date and it was valentine's day on friday so every single nice restaurant in in bishop and there was one that we really wanted and uh but every other restaurant was completely booked so we're like okay well we 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 have the night a couple hours off for us we're gonna go on a little date on valentine's day we ended up going to the brewery and they had a lot of great food and we had like these um uh like asparagus not asparagus i'm sorry uh brussels sprouts and they were covered like in this like lime tahini kind of like marinade thing and they were delicious so but anyway I'm not sponsored by them, but if you guys ever drive through, like on your way to Bishop, uh, Mammoth, stop at Mountain Rambler Brewery. And what are we drinking? A Scottish Red Ale. There you go. That's what we're drinking. And get that too. I mean, you can't get it to go because that's kind of like not elite. Well, I mean, actually, it is to go. That that right there is a is well, a crowler. So like that's what? True. So the bra- you can do so that. what breweries are doing now? They've always done like growlers, you know, like to fill like these giant bottle things for you. But now, if you don't want to drink like a whole thing, they will do like a giant count, a thirty-two ounce can for you, and that is a crowler right there. And that's what I brought. And I was going to drink that on my own, but I decided I I was going to go ahead and keep it here when you came to my house. Well, I do appreciate that because this beer is really tasty. It really so, is tasty. Cheers! Well, cheers in the air as well. Cheers! We cheers. Uh, off the air. So anyway, why don't we go ahead and start talking about The Witcher because I think that's why listeners are here. Yeah, you can definitely use a fast forward if you don't want to. If you you've already if you didn't want to listen to his rant, you probably have already done that or tuned out. Let's face it, 
these people don't care what we talk about. They're here for us. That's true. Some people are here for us. Some people are definitely here because they're like, just get to fucking Geralt, Geralt, or whatever his name is. Yeah, talk about Henry Cavill and the witches, man. Do it, dude. I yeah. want to talk about Yennefer. Oh, yeah, Ooh, Yennefer. Yennefer. All right, so right. let's get to The Witcher. Um, did you have like some things internally that you wanted to talk about? Well, first of all, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, I will say that this episode, there's going to be tons of spoilers on it. So if you haven't seen The Witcher, stop the recording right now. And uh, go back and watch it and come back after you're done. Okay? So I'm going to give a quick quick synopsis as to what the, uh, the, 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 the Witcher is, right? So The Witcher, starring Harry Cavill, he plays the character of Gerald of Rivia. Now, Gerald of Rivia is a brooding professional monster hunter for hire, also known as a Witcher. Struggles to keep his humanity in a medieval dark fantasy world ruled by corrupt kings queens and mages mages are like uh like these uh witches, witches essentially basically yeah, yeah. where poverty violence and intolerance are rampant normal humans darkest of human emotions and desires yennefer of wengerberg is an ambitious mage who came from nothing and wants everything princess cirilla or siri is a young girl who may or may not possess some great mysterious power within her their destinies seemingly quite different, slowly intertwine in a rather cosmic fashion. Their companions include Jaskier the Bard, we'll talk about that dude later, uh, Gerald's endearingly annoying friend and hype man vowed to spread the word of his heroics throughout the continent, even if he has to embellish them for a little, for a few coins more. Tessala of Vries, Yennefer's secretive mentor who believes in tough love, and Triss Marigold, a good-natured Dritic, mage and trustworthy friend that's funny she doesn't look druish ah, <laughs> nice. the nifgardian empire's sudden brutal invasion of the kingdom of sintra ruled by cyrilla's protective grandmother warrior queen kalanth puts their lives in great danger does that summarize it <clears throat> probably more so than people remember okay that's more like i remember three characters and I watched this pretty recently, too. It took me four episodes to realize there was multiple timelines. Right. It took me 20 minutes and, like, one episode to realize, like, oh, they're in the future. Like, this show does that a lot. Okay. All right. So, this storyline is a fairly straightforward storyline, right? It, do- it doesn't take <sighs> rocket science to follow this storyline. However... It does paying attention. It does take paying attention to. Can't right? be can't be on your phone most of the right. time watching this. The reason I say that is because it's not until like maybe the end of the episode, not even the end of the first episode, or like maybe like the third or fourth, that you realize that the timelines are jumping around. You think that everything is happening parallel. All the yeah. all the, the 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 main plot, which is that of the Witcher. And then all the, that's my daughter somewhere in the background laughing. Uh, so anyway, the she loves a Witcher. She loves a Witcher. Yeah. So anyway, there, there's all these subplots and all that, all these side characters who are just as important as the Witcher. So all this stuff is going on, and you think that it's a linear timeline. You think that what's happening with like, let's say, we'll get into it, but Jennifer and Cirilla and all that is happening at the same time of what you're seeing with the Witcher. But no, it's not the case. Now. Can can you 
I mean, how do how do how do we even talk about that? Like, how do we even describe how how it jumps around? Right. Well, I mean, there, there are subtle hints um, based off of like w- like words that they use or <clears throat> battles they talk about. Yeah. And then in the next scene, the battles already happened, and then you have to like really pick up on it. Or yeah. you know, if you and the the show is based off of a book or a series of books, and then. There was a series of games, I think, on PlayStation. I don't know if it was PlayStation exclusive, but I can't remember at the moment. But I think there was three or maybe a series. I know there was at least three games. Now, there's going to be those nerds out there who be like, why don't you guys do your research before you talk about this stuff? Well, I did, and I forgot, okay? So shut up. <laughs> yeah. There you go, we, we, were, one. we were supposed to record this episode about a week and a half ago, and we just, like, you know, we well, got Well, also, busy, it right? took me forever to finish this series, okay. you know. Now, for, for you know, because some episodes drag. I, I, I'm not going to say that this series is perfect. Yeah, but it de- definitely was entertaining. The moments it needed to be entertaining. Yes. Yeah, so I okay. So this is my just overall just initial reaction of the season as a whole, right? And let's see how it compares to yours. So when I was done watching the first episode, I'm like, okay. Mm, it was very lukewarm, right? And I'm like, all right, but enough happened for me to say, all right, let's see, let's watch the second episode. But at that point, I'm just like, ah, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be feel kind of like a chore. And then I'm going to watch three episodes, and then it's going to take me a year to finish the season, right? So, But by the time we get to, like, the third and fourth episode, it had grown on me. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm all in. So by the time the season ended, I'm a fan. I really am. It's one of those shows that really takes a while to kind of pick up, but then once it does, it kind of grabs you. Now, some people are in it right from the get-go, but for me, that's what it took. And I asked my wife, who watched with me, she said the same. Now, what was your reaction to it? Um, episode one, the exact same. I was like, here, this is a line. <laughs> yeah, dude, Gerald, <clears throat> the whole fuck, the, the whole the whole season is a... <clears throat> There's a, I 80% it. of Gerald's dialogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of groaning. So Now, Witcher, are you going to go and get that mage for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really it. So um, at the end of episode one, he, he has that pretty awesome sword battle. And I was like, well, that was probably the best part of this episode by yeah. far. <coughs> and then I was like, all right, well... Let's watch it. A lot of people like it. I heard it's good. So I watched episode two, and then it, it, it got better over time. <clears throat> yeah. I do think probably like episode three or four was like the apex. Um, definitely when, like, some of the episodes are just slow. You know, it, it very like Lord of the Rings-esque because they're setting up a whole world of first characters. Of all, first of all, first of all, you can eat my ass because all of Lord of the Rings None of Lord of the Rings is slow, okay? Uh, but I'm talking about as in, well, especially when they're walking through the forest. It takes a, They took a long time in that one episode, walking through the forest. And at least in Lord of the Rings, a lot more was happening. Oh, you're talking that. about The Hobbit. Or, sure, sure. Okay, all right, sure. great. But don't you speak ill about Lord of the Rings. Well, Twin Towers was, there was certain moments where it was just a little long. You know what? Get the fuck out of my <laughs> house right now. No, no, no. Just and a, do not bleep that. Do not bleed that fuck, okay? <laughs> <laughs> With the second one, I will. Okay. But uh, but anyway, 
I, I get you. I get what you mean. But, it's it's but, a know, lot of it's a lot of exposition because this is a world that a lot of people are not familiar with. So it takes a while to kind of like build it up and explain it exactly. for you to really understand what's going on. Now, myself, I'm not familiar with the video games. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not familiar with any other source material for this for the show. And so it took a while for them to really explain it to me and then kind of really kind of like filled it up and set up the world for me. And then kind of like, all right, they live within this world of like, at first I'm like, I thought it was witches. And then, but then I'm like, oh no, no, they're talking about demons, but no, there's a whole lot more to it. Right. But, um, so in a minute, I'm going to talk about all the mythological creatures, mythical creatures that Mm -hmm. reside within this world. Okay. So again, back to the timeline. So all in all, from point A, once you break it down and just kind of like unfold it, it's like everything happens within about 45 years, I would say. So at the beginning of and then you realize where it it is, like by episode six, you're like, oh, I okay. So the stuff with Yennefer, that's actually like 30 years before Gerald is introduced. Yeah. Right. And it just kind of goes from there. And then once you introduce Gerald into uh, Calanthia. Gerald. Gerald. uh, Whatever. Whatever. Gerald. Whatever. Gerald. Okay. I'm just trying to make him Jewish here. But Gerald. (laughs) Let's call him Jerry. Okay. Of Riventhal. Jerry or Rivia. Riventhal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little. But anyway, they. so you kind of break it down. And then. But so basically, the biggest time span is that that happens with Jennifer, Jennifer, it was just 30 years, and then everything else happens within about 15 years of each other, right? So 10 years, five years, and then like literally within like days. And then, and it just kind of breaks down. And then once you, and I appreciate that they did that. A lot of people had a problem with that, but I appreciate that they did that because if they had done everything linear, it would have taken forever. To get to The Witcher. It would have taken forever to get to Siri. You know what I mean? And that way, by kind of going back and forth, you saw all these characters develop alongside each other, right? Kind of like with the same struggle. So they develop. So by the time you get to the point where the all these characters actually meet at that exact timeline, it's like the same, like you know, the present. Right. You already understand everybody's motivations leading up to that point. So I, I kind of I, I kind of dug that. No, and, and it, it, it's true. It, it makes you vested in the character. And then, because if you're watching the show, whether, let's say if you're watching the show just for Henry Cavill, right? Sure. Then, at this point, if you see that, if you get invested in Yennefer's character, and then you see how they link up and how they're connected, you're like, okay, I'm already all in. Who was hot, by the way, even with that giant, massive, like, hunchback on her, right? <laughs> even with that, like, twisted face kind of thing? She... I totally will. <laughs> you know, I mean, she had a little um, hunchback of Notre Dame vibe, but um, with like Selma Hayek. Now, if, will, if like Selma Hayek was a hunchback, yeah. Now, Jennifer, I will say she's kind of like the tragic hero, and I feel like Jennifer is going to be kind of like, even though the Witcher is supposed to be the main character, I think Jennifer is going to be like the glue that holds it all together, and and it just kind of does that. And they did because they really did spend a whole more time on her. So can yeah. can I can I take a quick? I want to go back real f- real okay. quick, just in case um, anybody's listening. Like, who are these characters? I haven't seen it, but I'm just listening anyway. So, yeah, Jennifer. I, when we when we said earlier about witches, it's, it's more like sorceress, yes. right? More like a sorceress, and picture like Maleficent or somebody like that from Disney, right? Who can do a lot of things, um, has a lot of powers, things that can summon stuff. 
Um, so that's Yennefer. But Yennefer, the, the mage, she's a mage, right? Mage, Now, yeah. mages in this world, they actually function more as a muse, right? So these, they're, they're trained, and they're kind of like trained uh, to, hold on. All right, so like I was saying, the, the mages are trained to be muses, right? And what they are is they are assigned to noblemen and kings and queens. And they are meant to kind of be there alongside, kind of like a, like kind, of, a like, kind of like Yago the parrot on Jafar, right? Like a guard dog. Yeah, like a guard dog. They're meant to be there to kind of guide them and to <coughs> and to make and to maintain the peace in the kingdoms, right? And and so that's what they are. And 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 Yennefer, she was like this very like malformed woman who was sold like you know for a cheaper price than that of a pig. Right. And and so like everybody her whole life, everybody like just treated her like complete and utter crap. So bottom line, she became a powerful mage and worked herself through politics in there, but also was able to transform or be transformed into this beautiful woman. Right. Who later became like this kind of like a. Uh, almost like a succubus kind of thing and and fyi there are some pretty intense sex scenes in this show yes it's not a kid show not a kid not show a kid so show and if you're watching it with your kid and you don't want them to um, ask questions see that then pause it get them out yeah um, all right because there are in like episodes i think two or three right. that's where the key sex scenes anyway are. who is gerald uh Geralt, uh Geralt, i think that's his name um he is a witcher, which is kind of like a monster hunter, essentially. And yeah. the way I see it, because I know nothing really about the character. Um, and he's like essentially like a monster hunter for hire. So if you have like some sort of problem, you know how we have like pests, right? We have spiders or, you know, whatever rats in our house. We just call an exterminator and the exterminator will come and take care of that. However, if we have a mythological beast in our basement i mean i don't have a basement i live in an apartment but let's say if my neighbor turns into a mythological beast i need to call Geralt of rivia because he is the one who can slay them let's face it you live in an apartment building in the valley which means there are tons of beasts that need slaying out there <laughs> that's true okay. they usually live in glendale though <laughs> that's racist anyway <laughs> So anyway, I uh, all right. So speaking of myth, 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 uh, so, so that's what he creatures. That's what he does. And yeah. So, and there was one more character, and there's Siri. Siri's the young princess. Oh, hello. Did you shake these goddamn beers before? You I did not. Them, man. No, man. So no, no, Brandon, no. Brandon brought a six pack of the uh, the uh, four pack of Guinness. Guinness, big cans. All right. Do you need a towel there? Nope. We're good. Oh, you're Didn't good. Even spill. All right. Didn't so spill. he comes in, and so which means this is a world where like all these like myth mythic creatures uh, exist so i'm going to just give a quick rundown of what they are there's the kikimora the kikimora is an insectoid monster species that can be found in swamps we are introduced to the kikimora in the opening moments of netflix the witcher as gerald has to take one down right away this is the first creature he took down right Right away yeah i I do remember this thing this thing was pretty ugly and gross um pretty pretty awesome uh, to look at and you should definitely Google this stuff as we. I'll probably if we put this on video, maybe I'll make a scene of this or maybe make a little. We'll video show of pictures, it. right? Yeah. All right. Here, you I'm, got I'm, the Devil of Posada. Gerald is given a job to kill a devil that is stealing a farmer's crop. The monster in question is not a devil, but a Sylvan Torque of the Sylvan, to be exact, a humanoid monster with goat-like features and horns atop its head. The next one is but the. Th- this guy reminded me of the fawn 
from um, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. No, the, oh yes, Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. and, and also the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, right. So next one is the Striga. Striga, which I, I heard that word right away, and I knew what it was because in Italian, Strega is witch, right? Now the Striga is a woman who is cursed and turned into a monster. King of Foltis of Timuria has an incestuous relationship with his late sister Ada. Uh, who then became pregnant mm. with his child. Ostrich the knight had also fallen in love with Ada and cursed... Okay, you know, I'm not going to talk more about that because I don't want to go into spoilers. The Well, we already talked, so we already said spoilers mm. are going to happen. All right, so Magical Assassin's Monster Pet, that was a great sequence because that he used that creature to attack the Yennefer... Uh, Dooney, that, the Urchin of Ironwald. Is that when the toddler died? Yeah. That was an intense episode. Yeah, so then the Dooney, the Urchin of Ironwald, who was a cursed knight, who then became Ciri's father. Um, because, uh, yeah, there's that. There's the Doppler, who was a doppelganger. The Jinn, which in, you know, Middle Eastern cultures, that really translates to uh, demon. I think you, you went over Dunny too quickly. Oh, okay. All right. he was, he was, he's a pretty big character here because he's Siri's dad, right? Yeah. This little rodent-style porcupine-looking dude. He is the key because the reason this whole thing, the whole the reason The Witcher even exists is the series exists or what the premise is really is that Geralt and Ciri are bounded somehow. Well, not somehow it's by the law of surprise. Right. Do you, how, do you even know, how would you even explain? Okay. So the law, law of surprise? surprise is like, let's say I save your life. Let's say that's hypothetical. I save your life. Right. Oh, thank you man. Now, so th- much. Oh my that, God. Then we claim the law of surprise, right? Which means you're indebted to me. So if I come back and claim something from you, then you have to follow through. That's just the way it goes. That's like the code, right? This is the way. Right, right, right. right. This is the way, by this the way. This is the way. So so that's what that is. Now, just kind of backtrack just a little bit, just for like a few seconds. I'm going to go ahead and explain yep, yep, this. Yep, yep, yep. What's really happening as the backdrop in all this story right now is like in ancient times, elves existed alongside with humans. Yes. Right? Magical creatures. So the elves then basically were able to help out the humans so that the humans wouldn't die and like you know from hunger and all this kind of kind of like the indians with the pilgrims right so then in turn then the humans they took everything that they needed from these elves betrayed them and started slaughtering them and all that so now they're at the point where the elves said screw it we're coming back and we're reclaiming what's ours that is the main story like the kind of the background there okay again Indians and pilgrims. Think of like the Indians finally coming back and saying, F*** these pilgrims, right? So that's what's going on. We don't like your pointy ears. Right. So that's what's going on. But anyway, so we got the Doppler. The Doppler is a doppelganger. You'll see what it is. You got the Jinn, which is basically a genie. And then the Herika, which is a Herika, is the Witcher in, in Witcher lore, is said to be even rarer than that of a dragon, which leads to a dragon. There are dragons in this as well. Oh, the dragon was pretty sick. That was a pretty dope scene. There's the undead. They are the mind controlling earworms. So there's all these like great things, man. Like I, I love it. If you love stuff like Lord of the Rings and and even Game of Thrones, that's what it is. This is like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and like Willow all rolled into one. Well, what was your favorite monster that you saw in The Witcher this season? Favorite monster that I saw in The Witcher this season? Well, not a monster, but I'm going to talk about that assassin, or I'm going to say that assassin, the one who was hunting down Jennifer and that baby, uh, he was pretty badass. He was really good, yeah. and that little creature he used was dope, that little, like, I guess, tarantula yeah. with 
it wasn't little. It was more like a pet dog. Yeah. So, yeah, bottom line, man, this whole thing, like I said, it's Game of Thrones meets uh, definitely Game of Thrones. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Game of Thrones meets Willow meets uh, Dungeons and Dragons meets uh, what, what else did I say? Uh, I don't know. There's something. There's like it's just a whole bunch of things. So if you guys miss Game of Thrones, watch this. If you oh, and the Lord of the Rings, yes, and the Lord of the Rings. So it's all bunched in together, mixed in with the concept of fate. Yes, right? yes, definitely. Concept of fate is huge in this. Um, there's eight episodes. At the end of episode eight, it all works its way together. It is definitely a timeline of over like 40, 50 years, like Manny's saying. Um, don't have your phones out when you're watching this because you'll miss some things and you'll miss sudden clues and then you'll be like, well, wait, what did I, what did I miss? I, I honestly, I enjoyed it. it. Took me, there were some episodes that dragged, but that's just because, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you like certain characters and um, one character I really liked was, what's his name? Yaskiel. Okay. Oh, is that the singer? Is that his name? Yeah. Who, by the way, like I said, he's kind of like he's kind of like Gerald's hype man. Yeah, and, and it, he and he does all these like um, kind of like these uh, corridos, I guess. All right, of of uh, he goes around and sings all these songs to kind of hype up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just ima- imagine if you were like a monster slayer and you had like a dude who sang your theme song, which is this, wherever you went. Geralt. Geralt, right? Whatever. That's his thing here, too. The White Wolf. The White Wolf, yeah. Super catchy song, this thing is. They came after me with masterful deceit. That's some Morrissey vibes going on right here, man. All right, there you go. Good, good, good voice. Oh, um, one thing I did want to mention is that. So at the end of episode eight, we're at the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, they all kind of climax, right? Everybody's there. <laughs> oh, oh, Hello. the all climax. Huh? I'm going hear my yeah. old face. Um, Jennifer, a lot of people died to make her. To, at the end of the season to be this big badass. A little bitter? Yeah, man. You Okay, so we, we drank a, um, that Scottish red ale, but then you also bright a uh, Guinness extra dry stout. It's been a while since I've had one of these, man. They're yeah, um, creamy. Very creamy, very Speaking delicious. of climaxing, go go back to climaxing. <laughs> yeah, right, speaking <laughs> of creamy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, make me crack myself up. You know, that's part of the game here. You got to crack yourself up. So, um... Like, <laughs> uh, I wonder what she's watching over there. She's watching YouTube videos. By the oh, way, man. like across YouTube the, videos. we're in the dining room, aka studio, That's and across, studio. you know, you know those houses, those old. I live in one of those old like craftsman houses that are like over a hundred years old, right? Out just south of Pasadena, people get an idea. So anyway, the adjacent to us is the kitchen. We got the dining room. And to the far right is the living room and with the entrance. But you know how, like, it's one of those houses where, like, when you walk in, it's kind of like a the 
iconic common room, I guess. Or yes. Yeah. Where you re- I don't even know how to describe that. You kind of like you have that area where you kind of greet your guest. The welcome room. The welcome room. That's what that. That's where she is. So she's over there, like on one of those couches. She's watching YouTube videos. She's like Saturday. She's like Dad, Dad. It's Saturday night. I want to stay up late. You go ahead and you while we record this. So she's out there. If you hear like a little girl kind of laughing, that's what that's what it is. But anyway, even though my laugh does sound like a little girl, so every now and then. Yeah, it's true. But anyway, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. I don't want to call her a terrible mage because she has like, it's like one of those, I'm going to compare it to like a sports reference. You know, like one of those like players you see like, man, that dude has like a ton of raw talent, but they just can't get it together for some reason, whether it's the hump on the guy's back, you know, a little pun intended there, but it's like she couldn't get it together. She always had some sort of weird issue, whether it was she's too emotional over Geralt or she thought that she can defeat the djinn or whatever the case is. And then at the end of episode eight, all these dudes and all these people died because she was like Manny saying how they were the muse trying to protect. um, What was the thing? What was the place like like Nilfgaard or whatever? whatever. Nilfgaard. Nilfgaard. So Nilfgaard, it was a town. Nerf. Yeah. Nerfgaard. Um, she was actually the guard of Nelfgaard, and like pretty much, it seemed like at least on episode eight, like eighty to eighty-five percent of that town got slaughtered. And then her um, master was like, "Go ahead and unleash your power." And then she like sent this like big f-ing fireball down, killing the entire army that she's going up against. And it's like, well, that would have been super useful before all of your town died. Man, but you know what, Jennifer, I get it, but you know, it took her a while, and I think it's going to take her another season to really understand her true power. Probably. But in the meantime, dude, she's like doing, going, running around, doing her thing, and she's like, everybody mistreats me. But then you're like, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. And then she goes out and does this thing. She runs out into the middle of the field. She gets that tackle. And the black janitor in the background is like. <laughs> Sorry, I started thinking about Rudy. But anyway, it's a totally different movie, guys. <laughs> I was like, what scene is this from? No, I think it's a great way to end it. Um, yeah. Because the Yennefer Rudy comparison <laughs> is something that I never thought this podcast would lead to, and I'm glad we went there. Yeah, that's right, guys. So, bottom line, watch it? Yeah, watch it. Why not? I mean, there's something... You have nothing going on in your life preventing you from watching this show. Um, it's entertaining. This show knows it's kind of silly, and which is half the fun. You know, like, this show doesn't pretend to be anything it's not. It knows it's based off of, you know, it's, it's folklore, fairy tale, all this nonsense. So, yeah, yeah, for sure, watch it, especially if you like this stuff, or if you like Henry Cavill, um, or if you like random girls with hunchbacks is it your thing this show is for you man yeah after all the beer drinking here tonight i would be down a hunch for a hunchback yeah buddy you know i'm sure your wife would not mind um trading you in for a better model and you can downgrade yeah she wouldn't even be pissed all right guys so all right guys so this episode is going to be released on tuesday uh february 25th and i think we're going to do a double header that day right I think so. Yeah, we're going to record another one after this. We're That's gonna right. Keep someone kind of short. We're going to talk about the uh, all the leaked information about the Batman. So I've been, far. Try- I've been trying to get Manny to talk about the Batman. Now, Batman is very near and dear to Manny's heart, and he has not wanted to dive into it. So now, with all the leaked photos and Robert Pattinson's. <laughs> 
zoom in on Pattinson's butt, we're good to go. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of holding off, uh, like you know, know information about that. But anyway, guys, my name is Manny, and my name is Brandon, and you are listening to the, the Nerd, Nerd Lot. Lot. Thanks for listening, folks. Till next time.